Welcome back to coverage of VMware Explorer 2022. This, so far I have to say, has been my favorite conference of the year. I know I say that at every conference, but seriously, the VMware community is a community that's close and dear to my heart. Uh, we go out for dinners, lunch. Uh, traditionally, we've gone out and played botch ball, not dodgeball, but botch ball. I don't know if that's a European pronunciation of dodgeball. I don't think so. At any rate, we're talking about the folks in the community, the people who are actually making the community work uh, from consulting with customers to doing the actual hands-on work to training the next generation of architects and CTOs. With me, I have Jen Soltner, who's a hired mercenary. I like that. Hired mercenary consultant. The, the, the yeah, Soltner yeah. means actually mercenary. Soltner means mercenary, yeah, that's mercenary. right. <laughs> uh, uh, your managing director of Soltner Consult, uh, and Cornelius May, VMware Structure, and I'm told Kubernetes and Tanzu Rockstar. So we'll get into a little bit of it, but first, let's talk about tapas. Tapas. <laughs> We're in Barcelona, Spain. Two great events you've hosted so far, Jens. What made you kind of speak up? I think one event, 50 or so people, another event, probably another 40 or so people. What made you uh, kind of uh, lift your head up and say, hey, I'll, I'll pay, I'll flip the bill for some great tapas? Well, it's basically my philosophy is give and take, or as you Americans like to say, pay it forward, I think. Yeah. Yes. So we've made exceedingly good experience like with like giving first, inviting people, making connections, and this is what this event is famous for. I'm a big fan of going to the expo hall, talking to people, inviting them for lunch or dinner, even if it's on your credit card, yeah? It will, if you invite the right kind of people who understand your mindset, yeah, this give and take, then it will flow back to you, no doubt. I love that philosophy. We support community here at the CTO Advisor. One of the things that has been exciting about this show is Europe has had a different culture when it comes to Kubernetes, Tanzu, multi-cloud. I've talked to a few VMware execs and they've said, Keith, the thing that excites me the most is that customers here in Europe kind of raise their hands and say, we don't know what we're doing. Like this stuff is hard. Can you help me? What have you seen? Your practice is primarily in Germany. Where have you seen on the ground in Germany? Well, actually, like, um, I'm kind of like in the first generation of the VMware people, and Cornelius is like the new generation here, and yeah. he sees all the Tansu stuff and all the Kubernetes stuff flowing on here, and what are you seeing at our customers? Yeah, like, we have lots of customers um, that are asking for, like, setting up a, a Kubernetes cluster for them, or even VMware Tansu. Um, especially also because like the public cloud is too expensive for them, not too good to calculate the prices and stuff like that. Um, and so lots of people are asking for clusters and vSphere stacks so they can manage their, their stuff their own because they don't like the way it works with pay as you go. They just want to have their own hardware um, and operate their own clusters. Wow, so are these existing VMware customers or are, the, are you seeing net new customers coming to VMware? They are really adding new clusters. So like I had one recent customer, he was like, um, yeah, 
um, has like some online shops um, and they were hosted on Azure. Um, and then they were like, okay, we can calculate the prices. It's, it's like sometimes it's extremely expensive, sometimes it isn't. Um, and then they bought hardware, um, contacted a data center and put it there and then asked us if we can um, set it up for them. So let's talk about kind of that journey of requirements. Are customers pretty clear on what Kubernetes and by extension VMware TAP can do, or is it still a learning experience? Where are they coming to you in the journey? Yeah, they, they were like, we can't calculate it and we need a solution to um, have a better way, better managing and stuff like that. And the key, key point there that was important for them was like, um, we need some interface that is quite similar to the cloud we used before. Um, and they didn't knew anything about VMware, but yeah, they, it's, it's quite, quite easy to, to tell them how, how stuff works. So is this, when they, and when they first get it, what is their kind of reaction to the Kubernetes, either API or TAP API or TAP, uh, platform for uh, application development is, is, is transitioning the apps pretty seamless, or how much work is involved? Um, so it's a mix. So they they have already running applications. So moving the applications from the from the public cloud to private cloud isn't that difficult. Um, but it's it's you have more stuff to manage. You have your own storage servers. You have your own firewalls, and that's something that's quite overwhelming in the beginning. I think it really depends on what kind of persona you're interacting with. Yeah, that's If you're taking the true. traditional, the traditional VMware administrator who grew up like me, with ESX Server 1, 2, NSX, and so on. And then of course it's a huge challenge for them because maybe they were not cloud native born, yeah? They're coming from the traditional data center world, the on-prem world, API first is maybe not their philosophy that they, they were vCenter guys. And of course the, they have to reskill. And there we have a great partnership or maybe we, we subcontract, we deliver for VMware education great friends of ours, and Cornelius is probably the youngest VCI, VMware Certified Instructor ever, so he did his co-teach for a German bank, yeah, so where the traditional vSphere administrators were being skilled up on Kubernetes following a VMware education class, VMware Tansu for vSphere admins, and that was Cornelius' co-teach at, at the age of 19. Yeah. And of course there's the new kind of people, those that come from a cloud native background, the AWS, the Azure guys, the Google Cloud guys, different persona in my opinion. Yeah, it really depends on what the people have worked with before. Um, if they like are Kubernetes people or, or know stuff about containers, it's much more easier for them to, to get used to, to using a Kubernetes cluster. If they have used the classic vSphere stack with virtual machines and nothing more, it's, it can get complicated because some things are different to, to the classic non-cloud native approach, yeah. So I, I have a ton of questions. One of which is, are these customers wholesale moving out of cloud or are they augmenting what they have in cloud? Are they hybrid? Yeah, it's mixed. Some are hybrid cloud, some are also simply extending their, their infrastructure with a private cloud in, uh, in addition. Um, but the customer I spoke of before is really moving completely away from the public cloud to a uh, private cloud. And how has that reaction to you know needing to update firmware and getting into managing hardware and storage, how have they adjusted to that new world? It's that's a problem. So it's if every time there's an update, like some questions 
they'd never had before. They are always coming back to us, asking, how can we do this? Yes, um, like, well, I, I keep getting this storage array out of storage message. I've never gotten this in the cloud. Yeah. What do I do? Capacity management changes from on-prem to the public cloud. Another question around kind of that, that transition in culture, the needing to update and manage the control plane. Like when, when AWS makes a change to the version of, of whatever their control plane, that's seamless to the customer. How are customers managing their applications that now have to be, that they, where that, that, that management or that uh, updated control plane is no longer seamless in the same sense? Yeah, that, that's true. Um, so updating, uh, you, and with VMware Tanzu, you have like a man or supervisor cluster which bootstraps the real workload clusters for you. Um, and upload, updating a workload cluster is quite easy. You simply right. apply a new, new manifest file or updated one and the cluster will have a newer version. Updating the supervisor cluster is a bit more complex, but it's, of course, it isn't seamless for sure, but it's like a normal update progress. You update the software. So, Jens, talk to me about that managing the relationship with this new style customer. Because this isn't the tr traditional vSphere customer. So, right, so um, I can talk about one of our major customers, a second largest bank in Germany, basically. And what they do is they are completely agile in their project, yeah? So it's like daily scrums, sprints, and they really drive things forward, like on a daily basis, very, very agile project management. I think this is one of the key factors. And then another factor is, of course, knowledge transfer. So I believe in the value of education. That's why I became a professor in the first place at Ansbach University, and like that's so essential because like everything I learned in university, like 25 years ago, is basically either like totally long-lasting knowledge, mathematics, theoretical computer science are totally outdated by now because technology is evolving so fast, yeah? So, like, knowledge transfer, we cooperate with VMware Education, we work for them. Almost all our uh, consultants are VMware certified instructors and this, I think, adds tremendous value mm. to our customers. I love the approach that if you engage consult consultants, this is kind of circling and it feeds upon itself. If you have consultants out in the field working, one, they become better consultants because they, uh, they become better instructors because they see what they uh, uh, are teaching. And then on top of that, they can do that knowledge transfer that's needed so the customers can accelerate their journey to I want to say to cloud, but now it's back to private cloud. I love the full circle that's enterprise IT, outsource, insource, outsource, <laughs> insource, insource, it goes on and on. The wheels never stop turning. If you want to find out more about Jens and what Cornelius are doing, follow the link below. If you want to find out more about the CTO Advisor, you can find us on the web, thectoadvisor.com. I wish I could invite you to, to tomorrow night's tapas dinner. It's going to be amazing again. Great wine, Spain, great pork. Sorry you don't eat pork. There are vegan options. But again, DM me if you have questions that I didn't ask on this program because it's amazing to see 
this journey of businesses demanding that IT continue to innovate, whether it's in the public cloud, in the private data, in the private data center, or somewhere in between. Stay tuned for more coverage from Barcelona, Spain, VMware Explorer 2022.